uh, Big Daddy. Um. Yeah, I loved. Oh, yeah. I loved Big Daddy. When I still. I, was younger. I still think about. I'd be like, afraid in college, to That's it. who I was. I would just lay, you know, newspapers over <laughs> the vest and just step over it. Welcome back to Truck Talk, the podcast that is not about trucks. Instead, it's a podcast that is recorded inside of a truck. So, you know, it's not just me right now. I have another guest with me here today. Uh, it's Ryan Evans uh, from Wayfinder Insurance here in Conway, Arkansas. Uh, so, Ryan, welcome to uh, Truck Talk. Hey, good to see you. Good to see you. You're the uh, second Ryan that oh. has been on this podcast so far. So congratulations all right, on all that. Right, yeah. uh, but let's talk about that for a second. Now that I think about it, a big struggle throughout my life has been being named Ryan. It feels like there are so many of us. Um, is this a struggle you have experienced much in your life? Well, so I'm, you know, I'm a freakishly large human at the same time. So right, and I'm a freakishly small human. Well, so. and so it makes you when there's a lot of runs, it's subject to easy nicknames. Yes. So like I've had some fantastic. So I went Ooh, to let's Al- talk about nicknames. Yeah. Okay. So I went to Alma High School. So we were green and gold. Mm-hmm. So obviously Jolly Green oh, Giant was yeah. easy. Yeah. You know that was a good one. Green Giant, if you were just wanting to shorten it up for like a good chant, you know. Um, I've got oh I've got Lurch before. Lurch. Lur- Lurch wasn't one. exactly my my favorite, you know. <laughs> but um, we've had I've had some good nicknames come out of having a very well. Evans is you know it's not Smith, but it's it's pretty close. Yeah, no, no, you go by your last name a lot when mm-hmm. you're named Ryan. Yes. Yeah. And, and I went, so when I went to Arkansas Tech and I played football, um, which obviously in sports, you know, nicknames are just a way of... Actually, I have a lot of teammates that I don't remember. I don't know their real names. Yes, I was just going to say that. I know there are guys I played sports with growing up that have no idea what my actual name is. Oh, well, that's what Facebook's good for. You find them on Facebook and you're like... Who is that? I know. And then you want to call one of your buddies and be like, somebody stole your your identity <laughs> on Facebook. Because, like, your name is not Jamal. Like, what are you talking about? There's no way. <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, being in college, and I – so I lived in my fraternity house uh, almost my entire time in college. And at one point, there were six active members named Ryan oh, man. in the fraternity house. Yeah. And so uh, a guy, another guy named Charlie, would sometimes, just for the fun of it, run out in the hallway – and yell something at Ryan and none of us knew who he was talking to. We're like, use last names, moron. You know, <laughs> just this, he did you just want to see everybody run out in the hall? Yeah. He was just, okay. you know, being a punk about it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so Jolly Green Giant, yeah. Lurch, any yeah. others? Oh man, I had some other ones I don't want to talk about. Um, <laughs> well, it's just was, you uh, and I. It's, so in <laughs> yeah, just you. It's and just I. you and yeah. I in this truck. So in Fort, I don't remember like what radio station it was, but this was the worst nickname I came up with, and it got shortened, but it was still terrible. Um, but. It was BDFS because of the Big Dumb Fun Show. <laughs> and that was probably the worst. And that one, like, I came borderline close to getting into some fights, which made it worse because guess what? It stuck. People called you BDFS? BDFS. Just on my team. That's just, a really just complicated teammates. nickname. Yeah, yeah, BDFS. Yeah. Huh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll return the favor. My um, my most popular nickname, this was only in high school. It didn't, it didn't mm. go anywhere else. Uh, and the thing that a lot of my 
friends in high school that I played sports with, I played football and basketball, and a lot of those guys um, know me only by the name of Bert. Bert. Bert, right? Uh, <laughs> and it was because uh, it all started in football. Uh, you know, all all five foot five of me, my freshman year, played quarterback. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, which is a problem when you can't see over your offensive line. Yeah. I threw a lot of interceptions that season, <laughs> yes. um, but they called me Bert because of the longest yard with Bert Reynolds. Oh, okay. But then it stuck into other sports because I I also went to a really small school, and so most people played multiple sports, if not all of them. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, and so a lot of the football players also played basketball. So when we started so basketball season, it traveled there with me. And so then yeah. I remember for years, uh, you know, Bert was. I mean, even the coach called me Bert. Right, the <laughs> basketball coach called That's me Bert. Good. Yeah, uh, and. And yeah, I a hundred percent know there was a lot of players, especially like the upperclassmen mm-hmm. when I was younger, who couldn't be bothered to actually <laughs> learn my name. Mm-hmm. But it was just Bert, and I bet if I ran into any of them today, it would still be Bert. Oh wow, um, that is funny. Oh man, you just reminded me of of another one. So um, I'm a big guy, six six, two hundred and forty pounds. Um, I, Oddly enough, my defensive line coach at Elma was about 6'8 and outweighed me probably 100 pounds. I just this booming, deep voice. And I didn't get it because of like the age gap. But all of a sudden, my coaches started calling me Gilligan. Uh-huh. And I didn't understand it at all. Made me so mad. But you can't get mad at your coaches. You don't which, seem like a Gilligan to well, me. So, so I'm gonna need this explained so, further. Exactly. Well, this took me like six months to finally figure out where the Gilligan was even coming up with. It was Gilligan's Island? Like that's well, the only Gilligan. So I, I was know. a young guy and I was eager. So I was always asking my coach, "What do I do? What do I do? What can I do to get better?" Oh. So I was, I was the Gilligan to coach hale's to skipper. skipper yeah so it was more about coach hale being my skipper so than you didn't me know actually about being Gilligan. gilligan's island i mean i knew about it but i'd never i couldn't have picked gilligan out of a line oh man you know? i i watched that growing up like nick at night oh you're aging stuff. yourself because you know they remade longest yard and it wasn't but yeah 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 i do know that <laughs> but he was in it right yeah he wasn't I, he like I think the, he was he, had a he small, was like the the uh the warden for the prison wasn't yeah, he yeah i think he was you might be right about yeah. that yeah um, yeah, no, you might be right about that. I can't remember who the main guy was, though. It, it was Sandler, wasn't it? Adam Sandler? Yes, I think it was Adam yeah. Sandler. That, I think that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you're, you're Gilligan. Uh, mm-hmm. Your coach is Skipper. Mm-hmm. That's some good nickname throwback stuff. Oh, uh, man. It's a good thing that now, nobody else is Now, my teammates weren't allowed to, to call this. me Gilligan. My teammates were not allowed to call me Gilligan. Really? Because I was still a lot bigger than them, and I could handle my business. So, like, ah. Coaches could call me Gilligan because I couldn't do anything about it. I see, I see. Yeah, teammates couldn't call me Gilligan. I wonder, do coaches still get away with a lot of the stuff that they did back then? I mean, just like... Oh, I'm sure. I feel like... I feel it's like sacred. culture has you, changed you call, so much, you, you, though. But you group together. Like, you protect... I just feel like, you know, they call it kind of like circle in the wagons, you uh-huh. know? Like, I just... I, I, it's hard for me to imagine. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think that, you know, they they protect people for really crossing the line. Yeah. But I think it's one of those that it's like, there's still things that probably... I mean, can they still grab you by the face mask and, and or throw bounce you a down football or, off your head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And tell you yeah. how smart they think you are. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm pretty sure they probably can't. Wait till you get to college because they can use as colorful language as they want when you get there. Oh, I know. Because there's a I lot was, of money involved there. You just, you just. A, so whenever a I was in college, I worked for the athletic department at the University of Tulsa, mm-hmm. and at the time, uh, we had Todd Graham as our head football coach, um, and 
and I won't share my personal opinions on Todd Graham, but I will say that uh, all of the televised games, they learned real quick that they could not put the camera on Todd Graham on the mm-hmm. sidelines because he made lip reading real easy, <laughs> and his language was not, like, network television appropriate. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, it was bad. Mm. It was real bad. Well, and I think the professional athletes have just now gotten really good at talking into their hand. Right, you or know? holding up a, a chart or something yeah. over. Yeah, or yeah. just the corner of their jersey, you know, just kind of covering their mouth just enough to break up what you're talking about. Right. Some coaches are still just, you know, coaches haven't really got that as, yeah. as well. Well, but. and then you've got some coaches like uh, LSU, that even if he like used every oh, curse word, you'd never understand. You can't it. pronunciate it. Yeah, <laughs> you can't understand it at all. That's like the only place that Ed Orgeron like. Don't get me wrong; it's not the only place he's been successful. A lot of places, but like he was born to coach the LSU Oh Tigers. man, he is. Uh, I feel like he would fit right into Waterboy. Oh yeah, you know the whole Bobby yeah. Boucher. Like I feel like he was in Waterboy. Surely he must right? have been. I'm sure he was. Yeah, yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what are your other favorite Hey, just a short break to ask you guys a favor. First of all, if you're still listening to this, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, but secondly, I would love it if you would uh, like our stuff on social media uh, and share it with other people. Uh, on top of that, if you could go and give a rating or a view for the podcast, uh, that would be great. But but the biggest thing would be to share this with other people. So just jump on social media or wherever it is, share an episode, share a graphic, share a link, share something uh, to help get this out to other people. Love to have more people listening to it. Uh, and yeah, I just really, really appreciate that. So back to the podcast. Oh, uh, what are your other favorite Adam Sandler movies? Now that we've talked about two oh, of them, man. I don't know. I can't. I just keep hearing or Waterboy. You go back to another Adam Sandler football movie. Yeah, that's what like I'm that's what. The wall, that's, wall, 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 yeah, football. I mean, so you got Longest Yard and Waterboy. Both are just like. Those are you know, fantastic. Yes. Yeah. And he, you know he was terrible at football. Oh, yeah. Like, there's no way he could have even somewhat been remotely athletic. Uh, Big Daddy? Um, yeah. I loved, oh, yeah. I loved Big Daddy when I, still, I was younger. I still think about, I'd be like, afraid in college, that's who now. I was. I would just lay, you know, newspapers over the mess <laughs> and just step over it. Like, that was his way of cleaning. Like, oh, here, yeah. let's just put some newspaper over yeah. it. Yeah. I'm afraid to rewatch old movies though, because mm-hmm. the few times I have rewatched old ones from childhood, they have been terrible, mm-hmm. and it just ruins the memory for oh, me. Absolutely, and so yeah. there's stuff I refuse to rewatch that I remember loving because Especially I have this like really good stuff. movie or this really good memory about these movies, mm-hmm. and if I rewatch them, I'm just afraid it'll just dash that on the rocks. Oh, I know. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I uh, it's why that. I won't rewatch Space Jam. Oh yeah, I can see that. I, it's it's an incredible film in my mind, and I don't want to jeopardize that. That's too funny. Yeah, yeah. this I, I will tell you one that I actually watched not very long ago. I was like, God, this is so terrible. <laughs> Do you see? remember Starship Troopers? Oh, dude, yes, I remember Starship Troopers, and. I think I knew uh, that it was bad at the time. I think I wanted to believe that it was good. I bet it's so much worse than I even realized. It's so But bad. I loved that movie. I did too. Yeah. Well, and now, like, we've gotten so much better at invasions other than just giant mosquitoes or whatever uh, the heck those things the, were. Yeah, they were weird. But they are like, stabbing people through the chest Yes, and, and it was so, like, dr- it was, the whole movie was like a sports announcer the whole way through. <laughs> and I guess that's why you like it, because you feel like you're, like, literally watching Money Nut Football, only it's, like, the war... <laughs> commentary on the bugs 
you know. But oh, it's yeah, the so bugs. terrible it now. Oh, yeah. It's so terrible. Yeah, if you're out there listening and you were a big Starship Trooper fan, uh, comment Reef. on my social media somewhere and, and tell, watch that tell again. us about it. And then tell us if you really think it's yeah, as good yeah, yeah. as you thought it yeah. was. And why did they make three more of them? They made three more? I think there's a lot. I knew there was at least one yes. sequel. I didn't yeah. know that there was more I know than there's that. more than one. There's at least three total. Well, and I can't imagine. So I never saw any of the sequels, but knowing how bad the first one was, I can't imagine how terrible yeah. the other ones must have been. I mean... I don't remember the storyline to any of them, but anyway, I watched two of them. Send your hate mail to Wayfinder <laughs> Insurance. <laughs> Um, what's I don't know what the address is. Right it's now. not important. Oh, okay. You can right. keep that. You can keep the hate mail for sure. This right. was a good break for sure to come out and visit with you just because of the fact. Yeah, that we are sitting in my truck in front mm-hmm. of your office. Yes. Tell me, um, just just real quick here, what's happening with you in this in this crazy time we're living in, where people are sequestered to their homes and doing podcasts out of trucks <laughs> yes. and things like that what's what's it like in your world so i've always felt like insurance has a little bit of a delay you know so um if the housing market starts slow you know we we can with the auto and home insurance market a lot of times it goes side and side by side with the housing market as far as homes being bought and sold and refinanced so the refinancing market has been really hot right now Mm -hmm. which has brought up people shopping their insurance so we've gotten some good referrals from that um but we are a little bit you know it would be silly not to be concerned um about just kind of are some people gonna you know hey we're gonna slow down on buying a new house and upgrading Mm. you know or some of the people that have thought about selling their house is this really the market we want to sell our house in so we are a little bit nervous about just kind of the delayed effect it might be um the good thing is you know people have to have insurance we've i've always said that um insurance might not be the most exciting business in the world um that but it is somewhat recession proof because you know even when times are bad you've got to have car insurance to drive on the road you know you're not most people's homes are their largest asset um, Mm. financial asset so they're not going to let it go uninsured so you know it could bring up the opportunity for more people wanting to shop their insurance which could open doors for us so we're we're trying to think about all the positives that can come out of it yeah and not really just worrying about the the negatives that could be down the road i guess you would say yeah and so for anybody that happens to be listening in, maybe they saw a social media post that said you were you know, going to be doing a podcast in a truck uh, that might be some of your clients. Like, you're, you're still around, right? Mm-hmm. You're still reachable. Uh, are you taking, like, in-person meetings or doing everything online? So what? we have um, always invested pretty heavily in technology at Wayfinder. So one of the things that we've always done a lot of is video proposals, which I think a lot of people are appreciating more than ever right now Yeah. Um, because they can call us, get us their information, and I can sit in front of my camera, my microphone, and do a video proposal, walk them through the quote, along with kind of giving my recommendations on coverage and cost, and, and not only be able to do that, but then turn around and email the quote for their review so I think a lot of people are being cautious Um, we are still open you know we're not we're not asking for people to come down unnecessarily Um, we are taking you know some precautions a lot of people are taking but I I will say that I think some of the things that we have been doing um, are actually probably you know a little bit more beneficial in a time like this yeah that's awesome okay so last uh, question here and I'll let you leave my truck uh <laughs> your office yeah well currently yeah <laughs> yes. um uh all those 
people that are are hunkered down somewhere right now, you know, staying at home or or whatever it is, maybe potentially freaking out a little bit about what's going on in the world at the moment. Uh, you got any advice for those people? Hmm. Prayer. Prayer. Okay. Prayer. Absolutely. Well, not only pray for you know them and their own family, but pray for you know the um, small businesses that are mm-hmm. going to be impacted by this. I will. I will say that I've seen some really cool things that have warmed my heart for sure. Um, I got a text message today by a good friend of mine that him and another group of our friends have started a lunch prayer group on uh, Zoom meetings that we're going to, you know, pray for small businesses that are being affected. Um, I will say from an insurance standpoint, it's hard. You know, if it's a natural disaster and a tornado rips through a town, you know, if a tornado blows away a coffee shop and that coffee shop has to rebuild and it takes six months to get back in there, well, they still got employees that they don't want to lose and they're trying to set up a temporary location, you know, in a natural event like that, um, that is a covered peril. So therefore, mm-hmm. their business insurance, there is income loss coverage mm-hmm. built into mm-hmm. that. Um, there's really nothing in an insurance per- policy as far as verbiage for a medical pandemic or yeah. a virus. Yeah. So um, that's very hard. I, you know, not just the retail shops and and the um, coffee shops and restaurants and that kind of thing, but it's the non-essential medical clinics. You know, it's people that have billable hours that they can't. Mm -hmm. It's not like they, you know, a coffee shop or even a retail shop or a restaurant, you know, they can do specials like crazy when they open the doors back up, trying to do double time to catch up. But those billable hours, you just can't get those back. Yeah. So. Awesome. All right. Well, Thanks for coming out, hanging out in my truck for a little bit, being, yeah. on, being on Truck Talk, the uh, podcast that's not about trucks, but is recorded in one. So, uh, appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely. I had a good time. It was a good break. Yeah. For sure. All right. See ya. Hey, one last thing. Truck Talk is brought to you by ready set podcast Uh, ready set podcast is a podcast production company that can podcast anywhere including in my truck Uh, we've done it around ironing boards we can do it online Uh, but ready set podcast is uh, there for you to take your brilliant idea and turn it into a podcast so if you've got an idea for a podcast and don't have the time or don't know how to produce it yourself ready set podcast can take care of you Uh, we can do recording editing and publishing or any combination of the three so uh, check us out readysetpodcast.xyz or you can find us uh, ready set podcast on facebook or instagram or send an email directly to get ready set podcast at gmail.com get ready set podcast taking your brilliant idea turning it into reality